0: Hi, everyone. Jonathan Monte here, and thanks for joining me for this special podcast presentation of my Life Transforming Training Program. It's appropriately titled Life Transformation, The Complete Journey. It's a nine-part program designed to empower you to uncover and overcome whatever blocks are holding you back, to help you discover your true self, to create lasting changes, find emotional freedom, build confidence and self-esteem, achieve balance and harmony, reach your personal goals, and create a life of greater happiness, purpose, and fulfillment, and thrive in a higher consciousness. Throughout this training program, I'll teach you the proven strategies and the exact step-by-step process that I've discovered and have personally used to transform my life and the lives of the countless students I've worked with. Now, in order to get the most out of this training program, it's essential that you start with the first episode and move through each of the nine episodes in their sequential order. Each episode builds upon the lessons of the previous episodes, and each episode reveals specific tools and techniques and include exercises and guided meditations that will help you achieve absolutely extraordinary results. In addition to the nine episodes, this training program includes 15 guided meditations that can be found right here on this podcast channel. And to get free instant access and download the personal success guide and workbook, you can head over to my website at jonathanmonte.com forward slash life transformation. Once again, that's jonathanmonte.com forward slash life transformation to download your free personal success guide and workbook. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can get all of my latest episodes and learn more ways to achieve the life you truly desire. And now I present to you Episode 7, Creating a Life of Happiness, Purpose, and Fulfillment. Hi friends, Jonathan Monti here, and welcome back to Life Transformation, The Complete Journey. This is episode seven, how to create a life of happiness, purpose, and fulfillment. And since we've begun, we've covered a lot in this program. And if you've been following each episode and been completing the exercises, then you've learned how to effectively meditate, you've developed your emotional response process, You've taken an honest and revealing look at your life. You've learned how to create lasting changes and have resolved your inner conflicts. You've let go of the blocks holding you back and have discovered more of who you really are and what's important to you and what kind of life you'd like to create. And now in this episode, you'll learn how to take the action to achieve the life you want by gaining perspective of what a successful life looks like by learning how to maintain your practice of the tools you've learned so far and how to fulfill your personal needs. You'll also learn how to create a specific course of action, tools for planning your day, and how to take significant action to create the changes you want to make. I'll also share with you how to achieve greater personal performance, as well as attain and thrive in a higher consciousness. And if you learn and apply the lessons in this course, as well as complete the exercises in your personal success guide and workbook, then you'll begin to create and enjoy a truly amazing life full of happiness, purpose, and personal fulfillment. Our life is made up of a series of individual days, and each day we have the opportunity to take the action to create the life we want. And in order for us to achieve the life we want, we have to become focused on exactly what it is that we want, what changes we want to make in our life, and what a successful life means to us. In the Western world, many of us associate and gauge our success and perceived happiness by material items, whether it be how much money we have, what kind of house we live in, or what kind of car we drive. We also associate success and happiness with how much power or influence we have, whether it's through our role at work, being in charge of other people, or holding other positions of control and power. And we also associate success and happiness with how much we are accepted in our social spheres, from our coworkers and associates to how many friends and followers we have on social media. And These aspects aren't inherently bad. However, when we associate and base our life's success on these, we begin to run into problems. As we've already learned, These associations are promoted and reinforced through marketing as well as social and cultural conditioning. We're repeatedly told these aspects are the evidence of a successful and happy life. But not only is this a lie, but making these associations will work against you, and here's why. If the success, quality, and happiness of our lives is based on the material and financial, how much power and influence we have, how much attention and validation we get, then we become dependent on them and can easily become a slave to these. When we have these, we feel like we've succeeded and we feel good, but when we lose these, or they diminish, so does our happiness, and we then often fight to regain what we've lost. Again, these aspects aren't inherently negative, but when we base our quality, success, and happiness of our lives on them, these will fail us. Even if we're able to gain all of these and keep them, we'd still be missing what will bring us real success and real happiness. And it's super easy to find the evidence of this. Just think about how many powerful, wealthy, or famous people you've either known or heard about who are completely miserable who get caught lying, cheating, stealing, manipulating, get arrested, suffer from alcoholism or drug addiction, or are known for just being an egotistical jerk, even though they have what we would think would bring them an amazing life. The truth is, and I know you've heard this before, you can't buy happiness. You really can't. Money, power, and fame may open certain doors and come with unearned opportunities. But these aspects by themselves are not the source of what we're after. Just think about it. You can't go buy $50,000 worth of integrity. You can't go buy respect. You can't buy true love. These things are priceless and only come from who we are personally and how we live our lives. And on the flip side of this, there are countless other people who are very wealthy, powerful, and famous, who use these attributes for good for positive and constructive endeavors, to help other people, wealthy people, powerful and famous people who use their money, their resources, their voice, to help others, to bring them up, to relieve the suffering of others, and give back in a way to help make others in this world a better place. These individuals have decided to give back, and we too can give back, to help others and foster a better world, We may not have the money, the power, the fame as others do, but we can give what we have, and on a more personal level, which is even more valuable. Our new way of living and the life we're about to create will be evidence to others that they too can change their lives, transform, and together we can foster a positive shift in the global consciousness. So what is it then that we're after? The things which matter most, the things which bring us As individuals, real success, real happiness, true quality of life and fulfillment. These things can't be bought with any amount of money, gained through any amount of power or position, or attained through any amount of validation or popularity. I believe a successful life is based on how one develops as an individual, in the way a life is lived, in the discovery and expression of a truly personal meaningful, and fulfilling life, and how one shares their life with others. We can and are about to develop the best possible version of ourselves. And today and each day we have is an opportunity for us to take the action to bring about and manifest a life which will bring us real happiness, purpose, and fulfillment. And to help put things in perspective, think about the days you have left in your life. Some of us have fewer days left than others, but it's never too late to change. It's never too late to find freedom and happiness. So think forward to the end of your life, your last days, and your final moments. What are the things you want to remember? What are the thoughts you want to have? What are the memories you'll cherish most? In this position, at the end of our lives, we'll see the totality of the life we've lived. And this is ours to create. So let's not waste our time chasing the things which don't really matter. We have the power to change things. You have the power to change things. You are in control of your life. And the time has come for us to define and create the life we want to live. And I believe each of us can create an amazing life of love, peace, and fulfillment, which is full of purpose and passion. And this life is available to you if you'd like it. And this episode focuses on the essential and specific steps you can take to create the life you desire. The first step from here is to maintain your practice of what you've learned so far. The principles and practices you've been learning aren't a checklist to be completed and forgotten about. This is a way of living and the tools understanding and awareness you've developed should be applied throughout your life to the best of your ability. Of course, none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. And sometimes we drift away from our routine. And if that happens, that's okay. As a matter of fact, expect this to happen. I've never met or worked with anyone who's been able to perfectly implement these principles and practices in their life all the time. The point is that we stay committed. And if we start to get away from our routine, we come back to it and rededicate ourselves to maintain our new way of living. But be careful, if we stop doing the things which have brought us to where we're at, then our awareness, connection, and abilities may fade, and in turn may create unneeded problems and suffering for ourselves. So continue your morning routine, meditate, and use your emotional response process to stay current. Be honest with yourself about your life. See your truth and what's working and what needs to be changed. Keep using the tools and practicing the principles you've learned. They'll become easier and even more rewarding as time passes and they will become the foundation of the rest of your transformation. And in all of this, we also need to take care of our personal needs. Remember, you discovered what your personal needs are while you were on your journey of self-discovery. And you learned how they're essential to your well-being. If you don't take care of or have your personal needs fulfilled, then you won't be able to exist in an optimum state and you won't be able to fully transform your life. So you've got to take care of your personal needs. Everyone's exact personal needs very slightly, but we all share the same basic needs for physical survival. These include having food, water, clothing, shelter, sleep, and physical safety. But these are just our fundamental needs, which without these, we can't physically survive. And beyond these basic needs, we have other higher needs, which when fulfilled will allow us to grow and continue transforming our lives. The five main categories, of personal needs include physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and social needs. And under these five main categories, we probably have a long list of subcategories of needs we may have. And again, not everyone has the same set of needs, and some of us may have a greater need than others. And the needs we have which we like to take care of are usually easier to do, but the less enjoyable ones can be more difficult to do. And while some of these less enjoyable needs may seem technical or boring, or maybe we just flat out don't like having to do some of the things we need to do to take care of our needs, we can learn to enjoy taking care of our needs. Even the mundane things like washing dishes or doing laundry can become an enjoyable task if we change our perspective on them. So if we're gonna be taking care of our needs, we might as well learn how to enjoy doing so. Now, our next step in creating the life we desire is to create a course of action which will follow to create these changes. During both your personal inventory and journey of self-discovery, you learned your truth and uncovered the kind of life you'd like to have, what personality traits you'd like to develop, and most importantly, that you've begun to understand more about what you're passionate about, what fulfills you and what your purpose is. And since then, you may have discovered even more areas you'd like to change. And now with everything we've discovered, it's time for us to create the outlines, the plans of action will follow to achieve the life we want. Of course, if the change is simple and you don't need to make a list of steps to create the change, then you don't have to. But we'll still want to keep track of our progress even if it's a simple change. For changes that have multiple steps and require time and development, we'll want to write down a course of action to achieve that goal. Now, in episode three, we learned how to create lasting changes. And we'll use this same process to create a course of action for each area we'll be working on. And if you're planning on making several significant changes, you may be intimidated by the amount of work that's in front of you. But don't worry. Our resistance to change consumes much more of our time and energy than the work required to make the changes we want. So long as we've removed the things which have been blocking us, we'll find ourselves able to make changes and accomplish our goals much easier than ever before. For this episode, in your success guide and workbook, you'll find an outline of questions, which we'll review here. And these are based on the questions you answered while you were on your journey of self-discovery. Your answers to these questions revealed some of the aspects you'd like to change and what results you'd like to have from changing them. This follows the process we've previously learned of identifying what's the problem, what's the solution, and what's the course of action to bring about the solution we desire. The questions which will be presented here will allow us to create a specific course of action for each aspect we'd like to change. It's also possible that you may be perfectly content with some of these aspects and won't want or need to make changes. And that's fine if that's the case. Or you may have additional aspects of yourself and your life you'd like to change which aren't on this list. And if that's so, then great. But you can use this process of creating a course of action for anything you'd like to change and any goal you'd like to achieve. So for each of the following questions and any additional aspects you'd like to change, I want you to write down each of the essential steps required for you to achieve your goal. Be as clear and precise as possible with each step. If you're unsure what the steps are, then you can do research or ask someone else who's achieved the same goal, what steps they took. So here are the questions for us to create a course of action for, which will then follow. What steps can you take to more constructively express your beliefs? What steps can you take to more constructively express your values? What steps can you take to bring your personality traits more into alignment with your beliefs and values? What steps can you take to eliminate personality traits you don't want? What steps can you take to develop the personality traits you do want? What steps can you take to use more of your natural talents? What steps can you take to develop the skills you want? What steps can you take to make your travel desires a reality? What steps can you take to create the personal appearance you want. What steps can you take to make your desires for creative expression a reality? What steps can you take to achieve or increase your happiness and joy? What steps can you take to increase or expand how you express your passions? What steps can you take to engage more with your sources of inspiration? What steps can you take to fulfill your personal needs? What steps can you take to express and achieve your life's purpose? What steps can you take to increase or achieve personal fulfillment? What steps can you take to get more of what you wish you had? What steps can you take to get rid of what you wish you had less of? What steps can you take to achieve your life goals and the life accomplishments you desire? What steps can you take to express your passion and purpose in a fulfilling way at your job or career? And like I said before, be sure to write down a course of action for any additional aspects you would like to change. And for this episode in your success guide and workbook, you'll find a worksheet which you should complete for each aspect you'd like to change. Now, once you've created a course of action for each of these aspects, we'll want to set achievable expectations for accomplishing them. And setting realistic goals with achievable expectations will allow us to track and assess our progress and help us to stay accountable in following our plans. In this context, an achievable expectation is a realistic belief that we'll accomplish the steps and achieve our goal within an estimated amount of time, energy, resources, and focus. When we set and manage achievable expectations, we feel energized by our progress and success, which further motivates us to continue with our plans. And this is our ideal. However, we should do our best to avoid creating unachievable expectations, which are unrealistic beliefs of how much time, energy, resources, focus are required to achieve our goals. When we set and hold on to unachievable expectations, we can easily become frustrated, overwhelmed and discouraged, making it more difficult for us to remain focused and dedicated. In some cases, we may not know exactly how much time, energy, resources or focus is required to accomplish our goals. And the best we can do is to estimate what it will take. However, as we begin to take action, we'll be able to see if our estimates are correct or need adjusting. Sometimes we'll need to continue to adjust our expectations as we progress through the steps and move closer to our goals. Another thing to consider in setting your expectations is to figure in everything else you have going on in your life. If you're married with kids and a full-time job, you'll obviously have less time than someone who has fewer responsibilities and has more time to spend on creating these changes in their life. While it's probably unrealistic that you'll be able to begin working on all of the areas of change at once, you'll probably wanna start making changes in multiple areas at the same time. Here you should prioritize what changes you'd like to make and consider which ones can overlap and work on simultaneously. And you'll also want to consider which changes you'd like to complete and levels you'd like to reach before starting other areas of progress this is where you can prioritize your plans and efforts so our next exercise is to go back through each course of action we've created and estimate when we'll begin each individual step and when it will be completed this will allow us to approximate when we'll achieve each goal Keep in mind though that some of the changes may not have a completion date per se if their basis is part of our continued evolution. For example, practicing love and kindness isn't something that we'd achieve and then stop doing. It's something that we'd continue for our lifetime. The results of these types of changes tend to come with continued practice of the steps and practices we've set to follow. So once you've completed this exercise of setting achievable expectations, We'll be ready to incorporate our plans into our daily lives. And to help you plan your daily activities, we're now going to take a look at how you can schedule your day for the greatest efficiency and maximum productivity. Aside from planning the time to create the changes you'd like to make, learning how to schedule your day appropriately will help you with whatever responsibilities you already have. And remember that our entire life is made up of a series of individual days, and each day we have is an opportunity for us to practice the principles we have learned and move closer to the achievements, goals, and results we're aiming for. Time is a constant, and we each have 24 hours in a day. So let's take a look at how we can use the time we have for the greatest efficiency and maximum productivity. Some of us may have relatively set schedules, while some of us may have flexible and fluid schedules. There are pros and cons to each of these, but regardless of the type of schedule you have, we can begin to organize our day to find time and opportunities to practice and work on making the changes we've outlined for ourselves. As a starting point, we should audit a typical day we have. Start in the morning when you wake up and write down each thing that you do and what time you do it. This may seem mundane, but if you thoroughly audit a typical day, you'll be able to identify where you're wasting time and discover opportunities to practice the principles and steps you've outlined for your growth. I know it may seem a little weird, but trust me, write down as much as you can and be sure to include the following and the time you do them. In your personal success guide, you'll find a worksheet to complete this exercise. So you'll want to include what time you wake up, pray and or meditate, shower and get ready for your day, eat breakfast, leave for work, arrive for work, what you do during the first half of your workday, what time you take or leave for lunch, what time you finish or return from lunch, what time you resume work, what do you do during the second half of your workday, finish work, leave for home, return home. What do you do at home in the evening? What time do you eat dinner? What time do you practice your daily reflections or journal? And what time do you go to bed? Once you've done this, refer back to your personal success guide, where you'll find another worksheet which we'll use to create our ideal day. So now what we want to do here is to reorganize whatever items we can for greater efficiency. I want you to indicate areas where we can practice principles and new behaviors and replace any wasted time with productive actions. Make sure you're taking care of your personal needs, getting in enough sleep, food, mental, emotional, and physical breaks, etc. It's good to take breaks, but remember to limit the time you spend on unproductive activities like vegging out on social media, playing games, watching TV, etc. While we can practice new behaviors all throughout the day, it may seem difficult to find time for aspects which require dedicated amounts of time, especially if we already have a full schedule. But if this is the case, then we can take a closer look at our daily schedule to find areas that we can carve out for these items. You may need to wake up earlier, block out an hour or two after work, or stay up later than usual to find the time to work towards these goals. If you drive a lot, you can use that time for making phone calls, listening to audiobooks, or contemplating your plans and reflecting on your progress. The point is that we have to find the time to do what we need to do. We can't let ourselves find excuses as to why we can't work towards our goals. And creatively sacrificing some areas of our life may be required for us to reach our goals. Now, it's time for us to take significant action and follow the course of action we've outlined for ourselves. A great exercise to get you energized is to first visualize yourself taking the action. You can either do this by just closing your eyes or by doing this in a meditative state. In your mind, picture yourself taking each step you've outlined all the way through to completion. Imagine how you'll feel, how your life will be different. This is an amazing practice to use and you can incorporate this visualization exercise into your daily meditation routine. So now you're going to take the action you've outlined for yourself. You have to take the action to get the results. So try to have fun and enjoy the work as much as you can. It may not always be fun and sometimes it can be difficult, but you have to just keep taking the action and move forward. And while taking the necessary action, will bring us closer to our goals, we should remember that our transformation isn't just about reaching a new state. It's also about the experience we have in attaining it. And none of us are perfect. Again, we all make mistakes. And from our mistakes, we can learn and adjust our efforts and actions as we move forward. So stay focused and remind yourself why you're doing what you're doing. You are responsible for your life and your personal transformation. So it's up to you to overcome any excuse or obstacle which presents itself. No matter what, just keep moving forward and take the action. Taking significant action will help us move forward, but we'll achieve more and have more fulfilling and meaningful experiences if we can create harmony and balance in our work. And we'll achieve harmony when our thoughts, emotions, and actions are in agreement and complement each other. And the reason why we want to achieve harmony in our life is because it creates an energy that empowers us. But if we lack harmony and our thoughts, emotions, and actions are in disagreement, we create a disturbance in our energy which makes us less productive. So The way we can achieve harmony in our life is by paying attention to and adjusting our thoughts, emotions, and actions until they agree with each other. Another important aspect to consider is balance. And balance is achieved when our thoughts, emotions, and actions are proportionally expressed and experienced in a manner which fosters greater stability in our life. The reason why we want to achieve balance in our life is because it will allow us to be more efficient with our energy, and it helps keep us on course. If we're out of balance, we'll waste our energy fighting the aspects which we're out of balance with. So the way we achieve balance in our life is by paying attention to and adjusting our thoughts, emotions, and actions until we express and experience them proportionally to each other. Balance and harmony are ideals, and with practice, you'll learn how to tune into your state to sense your level of balance and harmony. These will become more and more clear and easier to attain the more you pay attention to them. You'll actually start to feel a difference in your energy when you're attaining balance and harmony. But now in some cases, and under some circumstances, you may come to a point where you need to go to an extreme, which takes you out of balance and harmony. And going to extremes can be helpful in some ways, sometimes, but we don't want to live in a constant state of extremes or we'll get burnt out and lose our effectiveness. If we choose to go to an extreme for a short period of time and for a specific reason, we should be clear on what it is we're trying to achieve and how long we'll be operating at an extreme for. We should cease going to an extreme when either we've achieved our short-term goal or we find operating at an extreme is doing more harm than good. And with your continued practice of the tools you've learned so far, and after you've spent some time taking significant action, following your plans and courses of action and finding harmony and balance, your awareness will start to expand. Things will become even more clear and your awareness of your thoughts, emotions, and actions, as well as your energy, focus, and intentions will grow. In this state of expanded awareness, you'll be able to better assess and fine-tune your work to achieve even greater personal performance. You'll be better able to see what's effective and what's not effective, what's working and what's not working, and what adjustments you need to make. And even more, with this expanded awareness, you'll be able to enter a higher consciousness, which is where you'll be able to apply awareness and understanding to your experience to gain a greater perspective of the world, your life, your existence, and purpose. You'll begin to see the bigger picture, how we're all interconnected, and you'll experience an overall more dynamic perspective. And once you've entered this state, you'll be able to thrive in your higher consciousness by experiencing less fear, worry, or stress. Things will start to make even greater sense. You'll trust yourself even more, have greater self-esteem, and an abundance of confidence. You'll begin to experience love, peace, happiness, and fulfillment in a deeper and more meaningful way than ever before. Now, if you've been closely following this program so far, then there's no doubt you've come a long way and have already significantly transformed your life. You've been given the knowledge and the tools to unleash your power and direct your life. And your life is yours to live and to create as you would like. You are no longer bound by ignorance of your past. You are free. And this is just the beginning. With as far as we've come, there's still more for us to learn more ways for us to grow and evolve. And you're now in a position to take responsibility for your life in an entirely new way. Once you've completed the exercises for this episode in your workbook and begun to take action according to your plans, I'll invite you to move on to our next episode, Freedom Through Practicing Personal Responsibility. You'll want to continue taking action according to your plans as you learn more about how to find even greater level of freedom. So thanks again for watching. I hope you found this episode helpful and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Hi everyone, it's Jonathan here. Hey, I hope you enjoyed episode seven of Life Transformation, The Complete Journey. Don't forget to download your free personal success guide and workbook from my website at jonathanmonte.com forward slash life transformation. Once again, that's jonathanmonte.com forward slash life transformation. Once you're there, you can also download the complete audio course and the entire 15 track guided meditation album. And that's all for free. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can get all of my latest episodes and learn more ways to achieve the life you truly desire. Your feedback is inspiring, so I have a favor to ask, and that's this. Please rate, review, and recommend this podcast channel. That way, I know you're enjoying these episodes and that I'm actually helping people transform their lives. You can also follow me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jonathan Monte live. Once again, that's facebook.com forward slash Jonathan L I V E. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for listening. I wish you an extraordinary life and I'll see you in the next episode.